absolutely absolutely uh yeah i don't know i, I wonder how many people know that maybe it's just me uh, being uh yeah. you know ignorant to the fact but nonetheless man you know viva hate uh, kill yeah, uncle again still- you know just classics man and those those just really really touch yeah. my soul there's- man and same here, man. You, you, there's, there's, at, at least you know, every song on every one of his albums, you know, it, it resonates with you, and uh, right, it just takes you back to a time, probably a much simpler time. Yeah, you know, and uh, for me, it does, and I'm pretty sure it does for you too. Absolutely, uh, man. but yeah, man, it, Viva Hate Uncle Bona Drag, those are definitely great, great freaking, great albums, man. Uh, yeah, it uh, you know November spawned a monster with the uh, you know the last of the famous international playboys you know yeah. Piccadilly Polari just uh, yeah those Absolutely. are all just yeah the classics tomorrow man, timeless tomorrow yeah I oh, mean we man. can just name go on and on man and um, yeah you know, King Lear and uh, man just, the Loop oh man his yeah his rockabilly days to me those were his best days man. Oh man, it's just uh, exactly so. And you know what? But another album for me that really, really touches my soul, man, really resonates uh, because I was, it came out during a time, you know, a uh, time in my life where I was going through a lot, you know, just, you know, just uh, milestones and, and stuff like that. 1994, particularly, oh, yeah. uh, to be exact, and it was the year Voxall mm-hmm. and Night came out. And, right. Uh, for me, that's a really special album, man. Because yeah, that was the year I turned eighteen. I graduated from high school. I went to the Navy. Just a lot of milestones in my life, and yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, fall, could... being uh my, with my high school sweetheart and stuff like that, and yeah, uh, it's uh you know you got um, Billy Bud. You got you know the oh, more man. you ignore me, the closer yeah. I get. You know, Spring Hill Gym. Yeah. I could see why I could I could see why that that album is just you know it's 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 close to your heart you know because it's it um, like you said you were you were you were reaching a lot of milestones at that time you know graduating high school heading off to the military and uh, yeah man I, I could see why exactly see that, that. As, as you know and um, you were there as well and yeah uh, definitely yeah, right so let me ask you this Oscar switch gears a little bit i want to kind of take it back to the early 80s a little bit Mm -hmm. Uh, well you know talking about that controversy the 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 great debate the great argument the smiths versus morrissey right what what do you see as the greatest contrasts between the smiths and morrissey What, what do you think about that wow uh the greatest contrast between the two um for me it would I would have to say the it's the it's the uh I, I, I think it's Johnny Marr, man. Um the oh, guitar. Yeah. The guitar the, the you know the, the guitar uh the strings that he does. Um you know, it's just a it's just an iconic sound that Johnny Marr has. Oh yeah. And um for the music that that he laid down and, and produced and the guitars, um man, it's it's just that's the biggest difference that I can see between the two bands, you know. Uh, Johnny Marr. Uh, yeah, Johnny Marr is just he's 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 a he's a legend, man. In my in my eyes, um, oh, definitely absolutely. master guitar. 
he's he's a great musician. But to me, that's the greatest contrast, man. Is is just Johnny Marr, you know his mm-hmm. his his guitar, the way it is, the way it sounds. You know, I, you can definitely pick that up if you're if you're a Johnny Marr Johnny Marr fan. You know, you can hear his yeah. his uh, his strings anywhere. You know, no, well, I was gonna say and, because I think I remember. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Probably twenty years ago or so, you, you we were having a conversation. You said something that was very. I always remember, man. It, it really uh, resonated. It was uh, you said that. Um, well, you know, the Smiths have four musicians, right? Uh, and then the Morrissey, you have you have Morrissey plus. Well, you have a grand total of five right. musicians with Morrissey. Um, but it took. Right. Oh wow! I think yeah. now. I think okay, right so, now he has six. So yeah, case in point, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It took, um, you know, Morrissey two or right. two guitars, maybe three, to do what Johnny Marr did. One, you know, one guitarist uh, with the Smiths, you know. So that 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 that's uh, right. prime example there. You know, that guy's exactly. he's one of the greatest guitar players ever in my book. Man, that's exactly. Yeah, that's that. Isn't that crazy? Isn't doesn't that speak volumes? That volume that um, you know here you have. Johnny Marr, a single guitarist, and yeah. the the man is like three guitarists in one, you know. And Morrissey needed uh, additional band members to, I guess, replicate the. I don't know if you could ever replicate Johnny Marr's, um, you know, his guitar, but um, but yeah, Morrissey needed a couple of extra musicians to right. that, to kind of keep yeah, up that, the Johnny Marr sound. So you know? unique, so so distinct and uh he's yeah man in my book he's he's up there you know, one of the greatest guitar players ever and uh you know but that's a great Absolutely. point i think that yeah. i think you probably that's probably the greatest the greatest contrast man is, is johnny marr you know that that sound that guitar sound that um but i always right. thought the smiths were a little bit harder a little bit you know more edgy than than morrissey but I mean, I love them both the same, man. I, I can't, I can't say I love the Smiths more. Or I can't say I love Morrissey more than than the Smiths. Uh, for me, it's just the, I love them both. They're, they're just, you know, they are. There's some similarities uh, as well as some contrasts, mm-hmm. but love them the same, you know. Uh-huh. You know, and um, and that that's another controversy there, right? Johnny Marr versus Maz, you know. There's uh that uh, that rivalry and and the, the that controversy there where I know you you had um you had mentioned one time well we we had discussed recently about there was uh they had gone to court in the 90s right with regarding royalties and stuff like that right yeah it was I believe uh Mike uh, Mike Joyce and Andy Rourke um ex Smiths band members took morrissey to court over royalties and uh, i believe they they won they you know they it was ruled in in their favor and Mm. i think morrissey um just just you know resents them and um, has such disdain for them yeah that's unfortunate absolutely man absolutely that's it's terrible when you hear about these great bands you know what (laughs) You know, when they break up, the reasons why, and it's usually about money. You know, wow. and, uh, it's not always about money, but 
some somewhere down the line, you know, there's always some sort of controversy over money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know. Imagine a, a well a Smith's reunion in Los Angeles. I mean, what what how oh, how great would that be? I mean, you would sell out. They would sell out the the Rose Bowl, the Coliseum, multiple Easily, times man. over. They, right? they, I mean. Yeah, they would. They couldn't just do one concert, man. There's no way. <laughs> oh. They would need a whole. I think they they could easily sell. Um, uh, you know, I'm not even BSing you here. A, a good seven days. No, of course. Uh, I don't. You know, you would get you would get people coming in from other parts of the country, other parts of the world. Oh man, you know, they, they, this, they go on tour. One... <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely, you know, but you know what? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it would be it would be nuts, man. It would be nuts. It would, yeah, it would. I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime, but uh, it would just be uh, remarkable. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Because well, hey, it's it's okay to 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 think about it, to imagine, right? We're, yeah, yeah. I think I think all we need is Morrissey and and, Mar- uh, Mar- and Johnny Marr. That's all we need. You, you know, I think they. I think they can make it work, you know, just them two with, without Mike Joyce and Andy Roy. Well, it'd be nice you know? to have them all, you know, the original, the four yeah. original guys, man. I mean, yeah, you're right. But the Smiths are Morrissey and Yeah. I mean, but still, I per- personally, I, I would, uh, it would be nice to, I think it would be nice yeah. to be the original guys. And, um, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it not, no knock on, um, you know, Mike Joyce and Andy Roy. Those guys are great musicians, man, too. Right? Well, yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Andy Work, great, great bassist. Mike Joyce, great drummer. Oh, they're part of the Smiths. You know? Yeah, absolutely. They weren't they weren't put in the Smiths. They weren't brought on, you know, brought together for nothing. Right. They're not average. They're not your average musician. Right. Musician. Right. Yeah, man. It's uh but uh, no, it, that, you know, well, you never know, right? Oscar, it's just you know, nowadays things happen and and hey, you, we, miracles happen. <laughs> they do. So, Miracles happen every day, right, bro. Right. And you just it's Miss Reunion might might just be that one. Exactly. Exactly. And um but uh going back to Morrissey, you know, um those hits uh you know a lot of hits in the United States. Not not as many as you would think though, right? I know in the UK right. obviously a lot of uh, and overseas um a lot of his stuff charted very high. Um, right. As opposed to the United States, but here in Los Angeles, here in California, I mean, he's huge everywhere, but especially here in Los Angeles, man, Southern California, uh, huge following with with the absolutely, um, you know, the Hispanic Latino uh, population. Uh, you know, it's it's always been a, a thing within that yeah, community, yes, sir. Uh, that demographic. Um, of what you know, of which we are part of right. as well, and um, right. But uh, what what do you think that is? What do you think that phenomenon is with with the yeah. uh, with the Latino community? You know what? I don't know. I I, I want to say. I want to say it was just part of. Uh, I don't know how Morrissey act, mm-hmm. became part of the, you know, the Hispanic culture. You know, I I don't I don't know where it started. Um. But Please maybe do. I don't Please know. Do. I can take a stab at Get it, you. and I can take a guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, back, I think back in the nineties. Uh, back in the nineties, there was a a certain, um, I guess, uh, fashion style. I guess you, you could call it. Oh yeah. Referred to as uh, maybe rebels, the rockabilly style, right? Uh, where they would dress up, 
you know, there were, there would be dudes rockabilly style. Yeah. And maybe that's where it originated from, you know, Morrissey yeah. was yeah. around that time, the nineties, you know, he was, he was rockabilly. And I think um, that, that music, you know, the, the Hispanic community just kind yeah. of, I guess, attached themselves to the music and some, somehow, some way it just became part of the, the, the culture, you know? And, but maybe also his lyrics, you know, his lyrics, you know, they resonate with, um, with the community, you know, they, they, you know, his dark lyrics, you know, we, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of his lyrics definitely, um, you know, are, are really close to home. That's and, a good point. And I want to say that I know he likes to one mention the uh, maybe you know uh, drinking yeah, so. <laughs> in his in his lyrics uh you know that's uh, you know he likes to have yeah. a good time and uh, the, yeah. the, the Latinos definitely like to have a good time but I think that's a good point you know they, they related uh so much so to his lyrics yeah. you know that uh, they really embraced his what his message and or what his, you know what his lyrics were all about they, so there's, there, you know, there's some re- relatability there, and uh, right. I think it's an interesting phenomenon, man. But uh, right, yeah, it's just it's it's a it's crazy, it's crazy. There's a really good documentary out there. Um, you can find it on YouTube, and uh, it kind of explains, you know, the that phenomenon. You know what, how how this came about, and how Morrissey feels about that i think he really embraces um the the community you know the hispanic he really community. he really appreciates i know he, you know his fan go base no go ahead, right. go ahead but uh go ahead yeah so i i think that's where it originated from back in the 90s it just became part of the the party culture he became part of the uh, the music I, I, his music and I, you know of, to uh, add to you know, to what you're saying um party i think as well you know you have the the radio station k-rock right k-rock which is which is very very uh big here in los angeles obviously That's world true. famous k-rock it's been around uh you know right and even right in the it was really, mid-80s really you know early 80s the 90s, you know? uh you know Going back to the those days, That's you know, the Pesh Mode and U two and the Cure, uh, the Smiths were in there as well, and, and regular, you know, they were getting um, radio play on on, on right. K Rock, uh, which you know, Hispanics, that community really listens to K Rock. Uh, it's very popular amongst that community, and so that maybe that, you know that had something to do with it. But um, but yeah, I find that very interesting, right. man, and. Um, you know, and I think his he has a new song. There's some. Uh, I think he has a new song. The title yeah, is so maybe I. might be an album. I think it's coming out, or maybe it came out recently. It's called California Sun. Sun S S O N. Correct. Right. Okay, it's an album, man. Right. That's his new. Um, that's that's the newest album, and it's, yeah, it's it's a uh, but it's a it's an album, but it, it's it's all it's mostly cover songs that he does of uh, but. Yeah, you know, past songs in the past. So, but it, but it's a it's it's definitely a cool it's a cool idea, and I'm I'm glad he did it. There's some there's some right. really catchy uh, and, catchy. But cover songs my point there. being that that he titled the uh, the album you know, California Sun S O N, you know, as a kind of a nod, you know, to to California and, and to 
you know, mm-hmm. his his affinity for uh, being, you know, California. Yeah. I know he has a home here in Hollywood or, or Los Angeles somewhere. And, and uh, but, in, you know, I've read about his his love for, right. for you know, L.A. And, and being in this area and what have you. So, yeah, he's definitely part of the uh, the L.A. culture here, man. And uh, we definitely love Morrissey down here, man. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we will. We always will, man. We always will. Even though the guy is controversial, uh, the latest controversy with Morrissey is um, he wore some sort of anti-Muslim um, right-wing pin uh, in some some sort of pin that was uh, <laughs> attached to his uh, his uh, sport coat and so the guy I, you know I, I don't know you know that he's he's always yeah. been really opinion opinionated about politics and and um, you know religion and you know that's I guess that's uh that's his way of his that's his way of expressing himself, you know. Um, yeah, he's always, always making a statement, some kind of statement, a pen on his, even fashion on jacket, statements you know? or some type of. Right. Even but he, he he's done that since the eighties. Right. You know, he would wear a band aid underneath his eye, or he would wear he would wear even the him wearing um, him wearing reading glasses was was a uh, some sort of message, you know, to. You know, to um, I guess fans that uh, were made fun of for wearing reading glasses, you know, so he wore those, um, you know, to kind of yeah show yeah show support for. So he's always been absolutely, absolutely. He's he's always kind of sported some. But Oscar, man, I want to, you know, kind of switch gears on on you here, and uh, it's definitely been been a pleasure having you coming on. The '90s Galore podcast, man. Uh, wild card edition, the debut, made history, making history here. And uh, man, I, what about you? Are you okay? I think yes, um, I could see you launching a podcast here in the near future. What do you think? Nah, I think I'm gonna leave all that well, all the podcasting to you, man. I'll, maybe I'll be a guest every once in a while. Uh, if you if you allow me back, hopefully I didn't bomb too too uh, too hey, bad. Man, but, I, I, well, yeah, we'll my talk first to your, podcast. Uh, hey, man, I got to talk to your agent and see what we can uh, come up with. And but yeah. uh, nonetheless, yeah, man, agent, man, it's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight to cover Morrissey to um, to really you know. Uh, here the the inaugural the debut and uh, of the wild card edition and again you know the wild card edition is is something you know we're gonna have fun with it it's it's a uh, like I said unformatted we're unscripted we're gonna we're gonna come up with topics that are gonna be off the wall we're gonna bring in guests we'll bring in um, yeah so we're we're really looking forward to this concept we want to blow this thing up of course and and we um we can't do it without you listeners right so i want to remind you to follow us on twitter subscribe on anchor or apple or whichever platform you're listening to us on um on um, excuse me on twitter we are at ydna flo90 and by the way 
we will be uh, uh, creating a, a new Twitter account for the 90s Galore podcast. So stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. Again, but for the time being, again, we're YDNA FLO90. Uh, Oscar, do you want to, anything you want to mention before you go and plug anything? Um, you know what? I'll just plug my my Twitter handle. <laughs> it's uh, O Z M A N seventy eight. That's Ozman seventy eight. And uh, yeah, you can let me know how. Uh, <laughs> of course, hey man, no, you did you great. I appreciate you coming me. on, man, and thank you for <laughs> taking the time. I know you're a busy man, and uh, we, we're looking forward. Course, anytime. Yeah, thanks for anytime. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, this podcasting is—it's really awesome what you're doing. I appreciate um, you know the, your your previous episodes, really good stuff, focusing on different artists. Um, yeah, it really shows just really how eclectic you oh, are. I had thank no you, idea man. Yeah. We're a corn. Fan. I have my moments. That was your last episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah, you know. not many, hey, but you do, uh, but, bro. Uh, th- again, thanks yeah. for coming on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's been a blast. Thank you for being here with us tonight. And um, we got to have these wild card ep- editions, we're going to have them more often. So, anything goes on the wild card episode. That's why it's called the wild card, damn it. Uh, Oscar, once again, thank you for being here. And I didn't even cuss tonight. I didn't even curse. I thought it was going to like just fly off All the right. handle because it's unscripted, unformatted, and pretty proud of myself. What do you think? Yeah, man. Yeah, you're usually pretty, uh, you know, you, F-bombs are, are coming. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Everywhere, so I don't think you but, dropped uh, one F-bomb tonight. So anyways. Good job. Man. Anyways, man. Listeners, thank you so much. Yeah. Once again, I guess you're, tune in yeah. next time as we will prepare for the next 90s Galore podcast. But until then, remember to take it easy. Hello, and welcome to the 90s Galore podcast, wildcard edition. I'm your host, Andy Zaldivar. And yes, like I said, tonight is the debut of the wildcard episode. And what exactly does that mean, you might ask? Well, that means that we break away from our traditional format and we choose a random topic. It can be about 80s movies, 60s television shows, about anything really, about beaches in Australia. It doesn't matter. We'll have our guests come on, join me on the podcast. We'll have dignitaries. We'll have the whole nine. It's unscripted, unauthorized, unformatted. We're just going to hang loose, ladies and gentlemen. So whenever you tune in to the wildcard episode, you're going to be in for a treat. Just like tonight, you're in for a special treat. I have a very special guest on the podcast tonight. I've known this gentleman a long time, 42 years to be exact. So we go way back. He's a music aficionado, just like me, has a very eclectic taste of music, very knowledgeable, very savvy when it comes to music. So I felt compelled to bring him on, not only as as the very first guest on the debut of the Wildcard episode, but also the very first guest on the 90s galore, galore period. Okay, he's our very first guest. Um, real excited about having you on here. This is igno- none other than my brother, Oscar Zaldivar. Welcome. How are you? Hey, man. 
Doing well, doing well. Hey, thanks for the uh, introduction, man. It's uh, yeah, I appreciate that. I'm uh, I appreciate oh, no you doubt. having me on your show, man. No doubt, man. No, I'm excited about about having you on here, man. We're making history tonight. How does it feel to make history? <laughs> you know what? It feels it feels pretty good, man. I mean, what you're doing here, '90s Galore podcast. It's pretty awesome, bro. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, um, yeah. It feels good to be part of the, this format. You know, this podcast format has taken over, man, and uh, uh, I'm actually a first-timer, so uh, I just want to preface, you know, um, first-timer over here, so uh, excuse me if I, you know, don't sound, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a professional like you are, bro, so maybe give oh. me a break, okay? No, you're, you're sounding good <laughs> already. You're, uh, you're, you're very savvy. You're very... Uh... You're very good, man. Don't don't even right on, man. Thank don't even you. go there. You, you're 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 on point. Always on point. That's why uh, you know we're excited to have you here. I know you're a huge fan of the artist we are featuring tonight, and that's yes, sir. Mr. Stephen Patrick Morrissey, aka Morrissey. And yes, sir. I couldn't think of anyone else more qualified to come on the '90s Galore podcast with me and talk about Morrissey, man. Hey, man. Um, I appreciate that. Appreciate you uh, inviting me on your show to talk about none other than uh, Maz. As us in the, um, you know, in the Morrissey community, we like to refer to him as Maz. Of course. And uh, to be to be honest with you, if you wouldn't have uh, invited me on your show to talk about Morrissey, I, I think I would have been a little a little offended there, bro. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, that's what that's why we're we're brothers, man. And um, <laughs> hey, how, how does uh? You've always been a big fan of music, right? Like we uh-huh. kind of mentioned already. Uh, we've had conversations Huge. about different artists, different genres. Uh, I think I, I know you have uh, you have such a diverse interest for music that it, it definitely rivals mine. And we've we've had those conversations. We joke around. Hey, I know more about you. You know about you know I know more about music and and what have you. Uh, and quite frankly, there's stuff that you listen to that I have no clue what it is, man. Which which is great. You know, that's, yeah. that's how you learn. And, uh, but I think that goes, uh, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. Man. For me I, as I well. You, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you on that. You just can't be, um, you know, in the music, the music, there's so much, there's so much great music out there, man. It, it doesn't matter that, you know, it's every genre. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's killer music out there. Um, and like you said, yeah, I, I, I could consider myself a pretty, uh, when it comes to music, pretty eclectic, you know. I yeah. I can go from 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 an '80s band to um, to a death metal band, you know. From you know these these indie bands that I uh-huh. that I really enjoy, you know, like Grizzly Bear. I can I can listen to Grizzly Bear and then jump over to um, trap music know, or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like some which some some Drake or um, even Two Chains, which so, I I know nothing about, by the way. Yeah, you know, for, as a prime example, <laughs> that, that's all right, man. I could I could introduce you to some really good music. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, and same goes for you. I know I know you got a broad, you know, a, a, re- a very eclectic music music style. So, right, it goes both ways. It goes both ways, man. But that's what's uh, that's what's so cool about music, man. It's like a never ending, um, but you know, it's a rabbit hole, man. You go down a rabbit hole and just. And uh, you, you you know you learn something new here, and then you pick up something there in this genre, and right. so on and so forth. But um, I agree. Coming back to coming back to the great Morrissey, you know, uh, we're both fans of Morrissey. His story alone could keep us talking. I mean, for hours, right? I mean, we we could sit here all all night talking about 
Morrissey and, and the history yeah, and, you know, and the Smiths and his, you know, if you want to dig even deeper, his, his first band, you know, the nosebleeds and right. Um, there you go. You know, but before, before we dive into all that, you know, before we really get into it, tell me when did you first encounter Morrissey? I want to go back to that moment or that occasion, you know, when right. you first really uh, encountered Morrissey. Yeah. You know, that's a really good question. Um, I would have to say back in the early 90s, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I had this uh, kind of vague memory of, of uh, our cousin Lou uh, driving us to high school. He was maybe a year or two older than you. But right. at some point, but at some point, us three uh, did go to the same high school. Right. It's for like a year, I think. So really, he, you know, what what I do remember is he was driving us to school. Mm-hmm. And he was playing um, on his cassette deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was playing um, some Morrissey. You know, he was playing, I believe, um, I think, a, a, uh, what song was that? I think it was from uh, from Bona Drag. Um, I want to say Piccadilly Polare. Or actually, you know, to think about it, I think it was Suede Head. And so I was kind of saying to myself, you know, what is this? Who, who is this? You know, because I, I had never heard that. I had never heard Morrissey before, and um, but so it kind of piqued my interest, you know. Uh-huh. And um, but I, I didn't really take it any further, you know. I didn't take it any further. I just heard that song that day, or I heard Morrissey that day. I didn't take it any further until maybe um, maybe a, a couple years, um, you know, into high school. I think by my junior senior year, uh-huh. like ninety five, ninety six. Um, you know, I kind of noticed that you were listening to him more and more, and uh, I would see your your cassette tapes laying around, or laying around the house, and even your CDs of of Morrissey and the Smiths. And um, you know, I kind of wondered what his music sounded like. You know, what it, you know, who was this guy? You know, this guy's, um, you know, I I just so what so what I did was I I remember putting the tape in or the CD. Um, I think of one of your, um, I think what album though was it that you had? I your, can't recall. Might have been your arsenal. Yeah, I, I believe it was that one. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I popped it in and and started playing it, and it was it was awesome, man. It was I just couldn't believe that. Uh, you know, I didn't think I was gonna like it. I I think I even made fun of you. Uh, I think that you, you did, kinda, man. That, you, that you liked this guy, and um, right. You know, I I. I guess I kind of uh, judged the book by its cover. And, you know, that was a huge mistake because I could have been, you know, a fan of Morrissey a lot sooner. Wow. You know, and, uh, but yeah, just to answer your question, just, you know, that, that time our cousin drove us to high school, you know, that was, our, that was my first encounter with Morrissey. Wow. Back in the early nineties, man. So I, I, I created a monster pretty much, man. <laughs> But, yeah, I think you did, man. You think I think you really did. Uh, yeah, but uh, but for a good you know, for for a good reason, you know, the music's great. Of course, no, it, it, I did. I did not know that. I did not know that uh, those were the, you know, those were the days. That was the time frame of, you know, when you first encountered Morrissey and um, really, you know, okay, yeah, it's, you know, we're talking twenty five years now, right? Going back, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so or so, so yeah, I, I think my my interest in Morrissey. You know, I I can attribute it to mostly you, but uh, also our cousin Lou. 
Right. Oh, and, uh, and we all know that Lou's even probably, yeah, arguably a guy, you know, more passionate about Morrissey than you are. Or, or... I would, yeah, I would have to say so. The guy even looks like him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, man. And, yeah. So from that moment, I think you were, you know, I mean, obviously you, I think it was more of a, like you kind of alluded to already, it gradually, Morrissey kind of gradually grew on you. It wasn't a thing where you were instantaneously like hooked. And, right initially i, I right. you know i initially the initial my re- initial reaction to morrissey was you know it it, it was like who was this freaking guy you know yeah but yeah it, it, he grew on me the music grew on me and um i think that i think that happens to a lot of morrissey fans oh, you know, yeah. at first at first they don't you know it's not their favorite artist but um <laughs> you know they start listening to them to him more and more you know the morrissey band or or even the smiths and these these songs, they just you, you realize just how great they really are, you know. After you listen to them, the lyrics and the, and the yeah, yeah, and you know, the music and, and yeah, it grows on you, man. It really grows on you, and yeah, it's just uh, absolutely, absolutely. And it for me, you know, it was kind of it was very similar to your situation where uh, we were. Uh, I was at my co- well, at our our cousins, uh, mm-hmm. the other side of the family, Jose. And uh, this is kind of, I want to say circa 1990. Uh, wow. He's a couple of years older than I am. And he was listening to Bona Drag as well. And the, on a cassette, I saw the cassette. I picked it up, right. you know, took out the, the sleeve. I said, what is this? Who is this guy? You know, and I, I, I think, um, I don't remember what song it was, but didn't, uh, same thing, you know, didn't really uh, think much of it at the moment. Right. Uh, you probably said you probably said to yourself, "Who's this guy wearing a freaking red little red jacket with a with a pompadour?" <laughs> exactly. That everyone's that you know that everyone's listening to. Exactly. So yeah, it, it almost kind of like ah, I'm too cool for this or this. You know, it was one of those things. I was a 14, I don't know, 13, 14 years old, man. And right. So for me, it was like, again, you know, it was no big deal. It wasn't until probably yeah, two or three years later, where really, really, you know caught my attention and, and and that's when it, it all began uh with vox all nine stuff like that but you know we'll get into that in a little bit but but uh right. no I, that's great man and, and so i, I want to ask you oscar when um your your first show your first morrissey show when was it where was it we'll tell you give us a little yeah des- I, describe I think, that for um, us for a little bit yeah, my first Morrissey show, I believe, was back in '97. Um, oh, okay. And, yeah, I think it was for the Mallet Maladjusted tour. Vegas? Uh, I, I yeah, it was Vegas. Oh, okay. I think we we did we went to that concert. Yeah, didn't we? I, yeah, we did. But I, I never knew that was your first show. I didn't. Well, yeah, that I was God. But I don't know. Yeah, that wow. was. Yeah, that was my very first Morrissey show. At the, uh, I believe, was that the House of Blues or the Hard Rock? No, Hard Rock uh, at the. It's called the Joint, right? The Hard oh, Rock the Joint. That's right. At the the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, that wow. was. Um, yeah, that was. So that was my first show, and let me tell you, man. After you listen to someone's music for a couple of years, and you're you're obsessed with with, with the artist. Yeah. And then they're and then they're right before your eyes. It's just a really a, a surreal um, feeling, yeah, right, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. I just couldn't believe that this guy that I had grown to love and, um, you know, in a, in, in a musical way, you know, not, not in a, uh, a romantic way, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, 
you know, he's right before your eyes and it's just crazy, you know, and he's singing, singing the songs that you, that you, that you loved. And um, the Maladjusted album was, it was good. You know, it was a decent album, mm-hmm. uh, not the best. Right. A couple of, a couple of catchy tunes, but um, yeah, the, when, when he started singing the, you know, the classics, uh, oh, yeah, man, it was, it was just a, it was awesome, bro. Yeah, I remember he even opened up with uh, Malad- the song Maladjusted. I don't know if you recall. I, I, I yeah, vividly remember. Right. And the same thing, man. It was, uh, you know, surreal. Yeah, just like, wow, here's Morrissey right, you know, 10 feet from us. And, and uh, it was right. it was a great, uh, great show yeah. nonetheless. And Yeah, I, I remember saying to myself, man, this, this guy used to be with the Smiths. He played with Johnny Marr and Mike Joyce and Andy Rourke. And, you know, there's so much, there's so much history yeah there's so much history with him and um leading up to that that show in 1997 you know it's just it was just a crazy crazy feeling absolutely yeah great story a lot 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 of uh subplots and what have you with morrissey and you know going back to the smiths and the early 80s and all that but um yeah so same i think that was my first concert as well my first morrissey concert Really? Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. We got to share that, and we have that in common, and didn't even know that, man. Uh, so, yeah, that was, man, that's that's awesome. That's awesome, man. And I remember, uh, and I remember we saw him. So that I think it was like a Saturday, Vegas, right? And then the next day, we literally woke up, and then raced down, you know, back to the back down to the Southern Greek, Cal- right? Yeah, Southern California. Got back home. I think we like literally. <laughs> Took got home, showered, and then got back in the car, and then right. drove out to, to to the Greek or was it Claremont? I think it was the Greek. Not it was the Greek man. It was the Greek, and there was like fifteen or twenty of us. That's right. That's right. And we we took up a whole row, and man, it was that was one of the best best days of my life because I think the uh, the group of us, all of us, were just diehard Morrissey fans. Oh yeah, diehard Morrissey and Smith fans, and you know we're. Man, I mean, it was that's probably one of the best days of my life. Absolutely, you know, just you know, with your 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 best, you know, some of your best friends, and you're all obsessed with Morrissey. And um, oh. it was a good night, man. It was a good concert. Good night. Absolutely. I think I think we saw it was three days, three shows in a row. I think we we were on, so we can say we were on tour with Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly, man. You can't say we had. Can yeah, say we that, did, right? We we did a mini tour with Morrissey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that that was great. Great memories, man. That was this was all in 1997. And, right. Uh, man, that was how long is that? Let me let me do some quick math here, man. 97, and then 2007 is what? 10 years. And then uh, you add 10 more. That's 2017. 22 years. 20. So 22 years ago, huh? Absolutely, man. man. And so, yeah. It just seems like yesterday. And <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, and by the way, I, I know you just saw him uh, in New York, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Last week? Two weeks ago. Yeah. I want to say a little bit more than two weeks ago. Uh, Cecilia and I. Uh, my wife, I know you know her, but uh, so for those that don't, that are listening, yeah, I know your wife. Uh, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we, yeah, on on a whim, we we, um, you know, we bought some tickets last minute to to see Morrissey uh, performing at the uh, at a uh, on Broadway in in New York. Uh, What's the name? What venue? You know what I, man, I I, I don't want to butcher the name, but uh, it was a it's a French 
Uh, I want to say LaFontaine. Give it a uh, shot. Theater. Give it a shot. I want to say LaFontaine La Theater or something like that. Okay. Something of that nature. But um, yeah, so we, we flew out there. Um, we were there in New York for two days. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great, great show. Wow, um, man. He, he, he played a, a lot of his, a uh, lot of classics, a couple of new ones. Uh-huh. Uh, but he sounded great. He's, he still sounds great, man. The band, his band right now is, you know, it's, it's comprised of, um, you know, it, um, you know, a couple, couple of, uh, you know, there's a few new guys, but, uh, he's got one, Mr. Um, Boz Bohr. He's been with him for man, oh, over 20 years. He's still, Boz Boar, still yeah, he's still playing with them. Wow. And, uh, yeah, but his, the, the rest of the group, they're, they're fairly new, but, um, great artists. Uh, there's, there was even one. Uh, one of his um, his band members uh, that actually sang in Spanish uh, a couple of lyrics of um, uh, one of his songs. So it was pretty awesome, man. It was a great, oh. great venue. Any seat that you had in the in in the place was was a great seat. You know, that's awesome, man. You, want, you saw Morsey on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. Not many, not many people can say that. Must be nice, man. Must be. It, it, did he play any Smiths? You know show? what he did? He he played um How Soon Is Now. Um he played uh um, Really? Yeah, he played uh-huh. How Soon Is Now and also um oh man, I'm not I'm drawing a blank. Um but yeah, he did play he, he did play a couple of Smith jams and a couple of old school uh Morrissey jams. Uh, so it was great. That's great awesome. Show. Yeah, I didn't even know you were in New York, man. You, uh, you all of a sudden you shot a, a a picture on the on the text thread, right? And, uh, I see Morrissey in the background. Like you're you're kind of in a gather uh, congregation of people there. And right. For the listeners, yeah. Uh, Oscar, yeah, he he uh, texted me a photo, and he, he's kind of lifting the camera up in the air a little bit, and so he's looking. Right. The camera's looking down. You can see Morrissey in the background signing autographs or whatever for people. And I was like, Oh, what, what's going on here? I didn't even know you were, there's more. Yeah, we, what, what, what's going on? So you threw me off. Yeah, like, we, I didn't even know you, like you said, you went on a whim. To New yeah. York. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it was so cool moment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, we literally waited, I think almost two hours for Morrissey to, uh, after the show to come out. And, uh, See, that's heart, heard, man. That's yeah. Tough. So <laughs> we, we had heard he was signing, he, he, he he was signing autographs uh-huh. uh, for a few lucky fans. You know, there was a, it was a huge crowd waiting for him. And um, yeah, I got really close to him and I, I was trying to, you know, I was, I was saying, Hey, how about a, how about a, how about a selfie? How about a selfie? <laughs> but he wasn't even <laughs> Not paying attention to me, Not but I got, I got close enough to where, you know, I could, I just, yeah. I kind of stood you know, maybe five or ten feet away from him, and I, I took a picture. Right. I made sure I made sure to be in the picture, but uh, he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't really looking at me. But uh, no, that, that was great, man. I you know yeah, awesome. That's a great uh, great experience. I bet. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To go to go back to that question, yeah, the songs that he played, um, mm. Smith. He played that joke isn't funny anymore. Oh, okay. He played is it really so strange? How soon is now? Um, yeah, and. Yeah, so those are the couple of uh, Smith jams he played, and um, but yeah, great that's show, a, man, great show. Excellent, man. That's a yeah, I'm uh, that's awesome, man. And you know, so I, I want to get into his his discography a little bit, man. And um, 
I want to see if you could tell me your, what your favorite al- all-time album is. Well, can you narrow it down like that, or is it just is it too much? Is it too difficult to do that to just you know pinpoint right. one one album that you that just does it for you? Or your favorite all-time album? Can you do that or man? No? It's 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 really hard. They're they're man. That's such a it's it's so hard to choose a, a favorite album of, of Morrissey's. Um, but if I really had to. If I really had to pick one, there's one that stands out just a little bit more than the others. And um, yeah, I definitely want to say that it's uh, Southpaw Grammar. You know, that's oh. uh, yeah, that that album. I know it's not one of the, the more popular ones, but uh, right. for me, Southpaw Grammar, it, it has uh, every song is great. I know there's only, you know, there's only eight songs, you know, or Boy Racer. Or, yeah, I mean, there's there's you know there's there's uh maybe i don't think maybe there's a few more than eight but every song is a great every song is a great song man um yeah southpaw grammar it's it's uh definitely a good a good tempo you know every song has a great tempo great lyrics Mm -hmm. great guitar works it's just it's a masterpiece it's um so if i would have if i were to pick one southpaw grammar wow well, it's yeah. uh, I know it's tough, man. It's tough. No, it's tough, man. I, I try to, you know, for me, I, I think um, I, I really like Viva Hate. You know, uh, yeah. The the first, the first for me, just the first four albums, man. The, that he came out with, uh, mainly, you know, early '90s. Uh, Viva Hate, Kill Uncle, Your Arsenal, Vauxhall, and I. And yeah, uh, I always, I always thought. Um, by the way, I always thought that. Bona Drag was a studio album. It's actually a compilation album, uh, right? I don't know how many people know that, but it's. I always thought it yeah. was a regular studio album, but it's actually a compilation. Love that album, man. That was yeah one of my I favorite, all, you know, all time yeah, albums. Yeah, but it's, it's not a, a great, studio album. Yeah, it's a great compilation of music, man. Um, oh, I yeah. Initially, yeah, I initially thought it was a, it was an album that he had released, but uh, that's a little little trivia tidbit there. 